Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, indeed. You are now rocking with the best. Ro Parrish. Chris Canning, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, and it is all presented by Progressive Insurance. It is a Monday morning. We're feeling amazing. Yes, sir. Monday morning coming off of week one of the NFL preseason. I don't know why I'm so fired up about football that's not really football, role, but needless to say, I was plugged into the NFL Network all weekend watching the games. All weekend. All yeah, 32 sure. teams were active, and we had plenty of reaction to Not everything. all of them were attractive, though. They were all active. Not all of them were attractive, though, because there was facts. some ugly ball that was played this weekend. Big facts. Big facts. <laughs> we're going to touch on all that. All 32 teams, as I mentioned, we will – well, I don't know if we're going to talk about all of them, but we will mention the ones that are important that have relevance. Diana Rossini will be coming up in 15 minutes. Go ahead, hit us. Oh, number. yeah, dear Diana. We got Diana Rossini. We got to get that mailbag going because, you know, Diana is not only great at reporting the news around the NFL, being one of the best NFL analysts we have on the network, but she's also a life coach. Yes, she is. And so the Dear Diana mailbag has to be teed up. Get at us on social media, at ChrisCandy99, at Ro Paris. And then also you got to hit us up on the the ESPN call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Because Diana Rossini can not only help us with her life advice, but she can help you as well. She's going to help all of us because we know that Chris Canty is going to be tying the knot here shortly because that's, 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 that's something that is extremely relevant right now. <laughs> and Diana's going to have the right advice as she's tied the knot. She has plenty of experience. And she's going to give me some advice as well, some okay. relationship advice. All right, there we go. So, so we're going to put all that out there today as we keep things going. Now, there's only one place to start, and one place to start is brought to you by Zip Recruiter. Try Zip Recruiter for free at Zip Recruiter. ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Deshaun Watson, he has been hired by the Cleveland Browns. He signed that massive deal months ago. We saw him debut this weekend. The performance on the field, not the greatest. No first downs. However, that is not what is important. The appeal is ongoing. His eligibility is in question. And we've heard him say a number of things. And, and, and Chris, the apology. Mm. In, in, in my opinion, I listened to the apology, and if you haven't heard the apology, we need to let the people hear it just in case you haven't. Let's take a listen to what he said. I'm truly sorry to all the women that I've impacted in this situation. Um, my des- decisions that I made in my life that put me in this position, um, you know, I, w- I would definitely like to have back, but I want to continue to move forward and grow and learn and, and show that, you know, I am a, a true person of, of character and I want to keep pushing forward. I'm listening to that. I also watched him looking at his body language. And, mm-hmm. and, and let me just preface this by saying I love Deshaun Watson as a player. Everything that he did with the Houston Texans, leading that organization to the playoffs, putting that team on his back year after year, I love him as a player. But when I listen to that response, in my personal opinion, it doesn't feel genuine. It doesn't feel sincere. It feels like his team says, hey, this is your script. 
This is what you say when you are asked this question. Chris, your thoughts on everything that's transpired. Well, here's what I'll say when it comes to the apology that Deshaun Watson gave before their preseason game against the Jags on Friday. It felt disingenuous. And it was in response to the question from Aditi Kinkabala about Judge Robinson's opinion that she gave along with the suspension that she handed down for six games. She said a big reason why she levied that six-game suspension because is because she felt a lack of contrition or a lack of remorse from Deshaun Watson and that he didn't apologize for what he put those women through. We've heard Deshaun Watson throughout the last year and a half insist on his innocence that he did nothing wrong, and it's clear that there's an uncomfortable fact pattern when it comes to his behavior. Bro, we're not talking about one or two women. We're talking about 25 women 25. alleging sexual misconduct against Deshaun Watson. So clearly there was something that he was doing to strip these women of their agency. And the fact that you know he, he hadn't apologized up until this point, it's a bit of a head-scratcher. And even in the apology that we saw on Friday afternoon, it wasn't a barrier-soul moment. The apology didn't meet the gravity of the infractions that he was accused of, the gravity of the situation. And I think that's the part where Deshaun is a little bit tone deaf. And if you want to blame him, if you want to blame his team, if you want to blame the Cleveland Browns, I, I think you're well within your right to point fingers at all of those different uh, those different actors in this situation. But as far as you know, how this thing moves forward, we'll, we'll see whether or not the apology that Deshaun Watson gave has any impact on the ruling that Peter Harvey, the designee for Roger Goodell, is going to make on the appeal. Because we're waiting for that ruling at any moment. So that's the one thing that we're waiting for now. I know it was supposed to be an expedited process. It doesn't feel that way. Um, but, but certainly, there, there's got to be more news on that front. And we'll see how this weighs into the decision that the NFL League office ultimately makes. And just to double back, you want to see that contrition, especially when you have 25 women that came forward the legal situation is what it is. Yep. But we're looking for that moment just as a fan. And we talked about this before. Kobe Bryant and his situation, God rest the bean. He had a situation that we are all very familiar with, but he sat in that press conference next to his wife and you saw the emotion. You saw his sincere apology. Mm-hmm. You think about a moment like that. Will Deshaun Watson put himself in that situation to where he lets go, puts the note cards aside and actually touches and, and, and genuinely apologizes, and, and you feel that emotion, and you can feel his contrition. Yeah, and, and, and I think there, there, it's clearly, I, I get the, the, the parallel that you're drawing with Kobe, but that, that's a different Totally situa- different, obviously. Different situation. I mean, it's apples and oranges because Kobe had his day in the court of law and was found not guilty. That's a separate issue. But, but there's also with Deshaun, the, 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 the layer of what happens – moving forward for the Cleveland Browns, what happens to their team. And you saw their offensive lineman, Joel Batonio, who's one of the best in the game, have some interesting things to say uh, about the fans in Jacksonville booing Deshaun Watson and booing the Cleveland Browns. And I think we ought to take a listen to that because it's an interesting perspective from a guy that's inside that Cleveland Browns locker room. Oh, I'm sure every stadium we go to will be booed. I'm sure every time he goes out there, there'll be some sort of boo to start the game, and we'll kind of go from there. Joel, when you say that you expect that you guys will get booed everywhere you go, do you mean even if even if Jacoby is out there? I'm not sure about that. You know, I think once Deshaun came out of the game, we got booed less. <laughs> but uh, but you go to a road game, I mean, they boo you anyway, you know what I mean? So we'll, we'll see how it goes. It, it seems like more than ever, Cleveland gets the world, so we'll be ready for it. 
Mm, Cleveland against the world. That is an interesting phrase that you want to use for your team. Now, I understand it, and I'm familiar with Cleveland, so I know how the people in Cleveland react to certain situations. But in this one, yep. that doesn't seem like the right fit for this situation. Yeah, that's cringeworthy. If you're Joe yeah. Batonio, you can feel that. You might be able to talk about that amongst yourselves in the locker room, but there's no way you can put that out there for public consumption. Bruh, you're talking about 25 women that are alleging sexual misconduct. Fans are well within their rights to boo the hell out of Deshaun Watson. He's going to have to live with that. He's going to have to live with that. He's going to have to deal with that just like we've seen other players in the past around the National Football League get booed when they've had to deal with issues of this nature. So I, I, don't, understand, I don't understand why Joel Batonio decided he was going to say that. I do get the sentiment, though. Because, Ro, you, you know this. I, I played for the Baltimore Ravens from 2013 to 2015. I was in the locker room when Ray Rice happened in 2014. And that was an uncomfortable position to be in. And we certainly had those same feelings. But nobody put that out there in the ether because we also recognize the optics of it with Ray Rice doing what he did to his fiance now wife, Janae. Like, there's no way that you can justify the behavior of one of your teammates especially when it's so egregious, especially when we're talking about violence toward women. So if you're Joel Batonio, this screams of you being tone deaf. Again, I don't know whether it's a problem with the Cleveland Browns PR staff. I don't know what Peter John Baptiste got those guys doing up there, but they got to figure this out. They got to get a handle on this because you can have that mentality and you can use that as fuel, but you can't talk about it in the way that Joel Batonio is talking about it because it's insensitive to the women that have been affected by Deshaun Watson and women that are victims of violence from men across this country. So that's the one thing that you have to understand. That's the delicate balance that you have to understand as a player when it comes to dealing with your emotions about the situation versus how the fans could potentially receive it. And then the other aspect of this, the other angle, why was he even allowed on the field to play in that mm. game? I mean, we can, we can go really deep on this. The appeal, of course, is ongoing. We're trying to figure out what's holding up the ruling. I'm thinking that we should get that announcement maybe this week. I have no inside information on that. However, that's just what I'm thinking. But Yeah, why are we waiting on it? You know, that's the question. What's the holdup, right? Because the NFL has been adamant about wanting to establish a new precedent with Deshaun Watson and with these specific types of issues. And we're saying, you know what? What we did in the past with the personal conduct policy ain't enough. And we're going to make a statement about that with Deshaun Watson now, right? That's the only reason why you go against the grain from – what the independent arbiter jointly appointed by the PA in the league office, that's the only reason that you would go against Sue Robinson's decision is if you want to establish a new precedent, which I'm fine with, Ro. I'm absolutely fine with it. I would say it's about time that the NFL does it. But if you're so adamant about it and you promised an expedited appeal process, it's been a week, bro. What are we waiting on? Roger Goodell, this is within your purview. You have full control over this. Now, you passed it off to a designee, and I have my feelings about that. But, I mean, this is something that you can control. And if you wanted him off the field for a year, then he should be off the field for a year. Why are you allowing him to play in week one of the preseason? That, that part of it makes no sense. And the only conclusion that I can come to about this, Ro, is that the NFL – is not necessarily concerned with the facts or the information about the case because they already have that in hand. I think they're worried about what the backlash would be if they do go with the indefinite suspension for Deshaun Watson because of what the NFLPA has already said their strategy would be 
their contingency would be, which is to file a federal lawsuit against the National Football League. This is this is Roger Goodell yes. doing his job as the commissioner and as the employee of the 31 owners in the Green Bay Packers. This is him trying to find a way to insulate the NFL against anything that Deshaun Watson and his camp can throw at him in federal court. I think that's what's dragging out this process and the ultimate ruling on the appeal by Peter Harvey. There's been a talk about a one-year suspension to go on top of the six games that he's already been levied. I'll just throw this out here. A self-imposed sanction was already made. He didn't play at all last season. So that's that's my stance on it. I don't feel like – Not the, self-imposed, though. Well – It was the Houston Texans. Houston Texans. Houston Texans chose not to Houston, play. Houston Texans, But correct. I think that's noteworthy because the NFL had every opportunity to discipline Deshaun Watson last year. They could have suspended him indefinitely while the investigation was ongoing. They could have put him on the commissioner exempt list, which we've seen players in the past put on that list when they're dealing with issues of this nature. They didn't choose either of those options. So there's some culpability there for the NFL as well. Like They didn't handle this. Their hands aren't clean when it comes to handling the Deshaun Watson situation. It's all ugly. There are no good guys in this situation. But now it's about trying to spin this thing forward. And what I'm wondering and what everybody else is wondering is what's holding up the appeal process if the NFL has its mind made up that Deshaun Watson should be suspended for a year? The question we are all awaiting the answer. Greed is presented by Progressive Insurance. Protect the stuff you love with renter's insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Greeny, the podcast. Brainstorm. What is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning, noise-canceling headphones, meeting-free Fridays. What about selling with Shopify? (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to shopify magic your ai powered all-star shopify powers 10 percent of all e-commerce in the u.s and shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, rothy's and brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries plus shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com com slash greenie all lowercase go to shopify.com slash greenie now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash greenie shopping for mother's day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute but macy's gift finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for mother's day whether you're shopping for your sister's first mother's day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from $25 and under to $100 and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. 
Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. In for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Shouts out to Progressive Insurance, because they're amazing. You know who else is utterly amazing? The incomparable. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter whose energy is unmatched, joins us right now. Diana. That's an intro. That's I an mean, intro, right? If, if that could, <laughs> well, that's I mean, an intro. If that could just be on my Twitter bio, on my resume, maybe just um, on, on, basically if you just Google my name, that's all I want to pop up. Just the line you just used and perhaps a picture that's very Photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Diana Rossini joins us, and we will have Dear Diana momentarily for all your life and relationship advice. But first, we got to get down to business. Deshaun Watson made his preseason debut with the Cleveland Browns, and he also had some things to say in reaction to all everything that's happened to him over the past year. Diana, what was your reaction when you heard what Deshaun had to say? Uh, I was a little surprised to hear him actually acknowledge the women that have been involved in the case, uh, only because anytime I've had conversations with those close to him about the situation, about sort of just how he's been feeling about it. And, um, you know, my takeaway had been he didn't feel like he needed to apologize. That was always kind of the sentiment that was being passed on to me. So uh, to hear him change that up a little bit, maybe, maybe that's, counseling maybe that's uh conversations maybe that's learning maybe it's growth uh maybe it's working on the pr side of 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 his image knowing that it's taken quite the hit over the last year or so so yeah i I was actually i was happy to hear that i'm not sure if those words are going to be enough to the women that were involved in it but um, it's a start. And, you know, now on the football side of this, we just continue to wait. And, and I, I wish I had an update to say that we're going to find out today. Um, still don't know as of now. We still don't know. Um, you know, the, I can tell you the Browns are bracing for the worst. You know, they, they, they think that this could wind up being a year. Uh, obviously, they're hoping from the football aspect of this that, it, that it's less. But, um, yeah, this, this is really probably with the exception of the Lamar Jackson contract. Obviously, this is the, the, the next big, gigantic story that, that we're keeping an eye on. Yeah, Diana, and it's clear that the Cleveland Browns have a contingency because we're hearing grumblings that they would be in the Jimmy Garoppolo market 
if Deshaun Watson were suspended indefinitely. But what are you hearing around NFL circles as far as why this process is taking so long? Because when the initial punishment was handed down and the NFL decided to appeal, we were promised an expedited process. And yet here we are a week and a half later and the NFL still hasn't made a ruling on that, although we know their position has been steadfast in wanting Deshaun Watson to be suspended for a year. Yeah, Roger Goodell's comments last week were were powerful. Um, I think, you know, someone, so many times that we've discussed how the league has felt about this, uh, and it's one thing to hear through sources and, you know, maybe through a spokesperson how the league feels, but to hear the commissioner say what he said and calling it the words that he used and predatory, um, you know, egregious, all, all, all those words he used, it, it, it showed you how serious they believe in Deshaun facing this penalty and it being a strong one and why they're seeking to really throw the hammer down on him um, on this. So, you know, from just conversations of the weekend, you know, obviously there's a lot of football going on, but just anytime the Watson stuff came up, um, you know, some of the conversations I had were, were more about the league just trying to make sure they get it right, you know, making sure all their I's are dotted, T's are crossed and, and, and really making sure that, the decision that is going to be made here is the is the correct one for for all the different layers that come with football. So, um, you know, I know we were promised it'd be expedited and this would be fast. Um, it hasn't been that long, and you know, we still have four more weeks before the start of the season. So, um, I mean, I, I feel comfortable saying that we're, we're going to know soon. It's just it's just not right now. Talking with NFL reporter Diana Rossini on Greeny. And Diana, the other tentacle to this Deshaun Watson apology is what Joel Batonio had to say after the game in Jacksonville and talking about the fan reaction and getting Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns being booed uh, and saying that it's Cleveland against the world or against everybody. Now, it, it struck me as incredibly tone deaf, but what was your reaction when you heard what Joel Batonio had to say about the Deshaun Watson situation? I think they have to. I think they're all in a really hard position. Uh, they, you know, you have to figure if you're just a human being and you're seeing how many women came forward to be part of this lawsuit. And, you, you know, we've had this conversation before, Chris, you and I, where, you know, one is enough. Was it one enough to say that she was uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't want to go down this, this rabbit hole right now, but but the the number of women um, that have come forward and those that aren't even part of the lawsuit, these men understand that something's not right. And I just think these players that I've and I can tell you, I've, I've had conversation with teammates of, of Deshaun's. It's they're in a hard spot. They're in a hard spot, especially if you're a good person, you know. Uh, and so I think this attitude has to be its sort of survival. It's, it's how can we get through this time um, because it is distracting and it can be uncomfortable for some people and some, some people that are part of the organization, whether they want to say that, you know, Deshaun has done nothing but been, from what I've been told, just nothing but fantastic in the building. And, and anyone who's been around Deshaun um, prior to this, I, I can tell you I've been plenty of times. Um, he's always been um, – uh, you know, a pro and, and, and really wonderful to cover, but he comes with his baggage now. And I think the Browns, they got to find a way to still do their jobs, find success, knowing that this isn't this really, this is not easy for anybody. 
No easy transition out of that. Diana Rossini joins us here, ESPN reporter for the NFL. Now, she does have the advice to get your relationship in life right. It is officially <laughs> time for Dear Diana. Chris Canty, I'm going to allow you to start this one off because, as you mentioned, 11 days until you put that ring on that lovely young lady's finger. Yeah, so, yeah. you have the floor. All right, Diana, so... Some of the things that I'm getting, some of the the unsolicited advice that I'm getting about my wedding day uh, is around what happens at the reception, specifically what happens around dinner, because a lot of my friends that have gotten married, they said the one thing that's hard to do during your wedding day is eat. Like people pulling you in a million directions. You got the photographers wanting to do pictures. You got people wanting to take pictures. You got to shake hands and thank everybody for coming a lot of couples forget to eat. So my question to you would be, is that true? And if so, how do I navigate that part of my wedding reception to make sure that I'm able to partake in the meal that I'm paying so much money for? Exactly. That is one of the biggest truths of any wedding. It doesn't matter if it's high priced, if it's, if it's just a small one like I had. You're just, you're first of all, you're amped up and your adrenaline is so insane. It's, Chris, it is nothing you've ever felt before. Um, that you almost, you're not even hungry, but you need to eat because you're using so much of your energy for the day. But also, I'm sure you're going to enjoy some cocktails and you would like to stay somewhat um, normal, I guess <laughs> I call it, um, <laughs> throughout the evening. You don't want it to be a sloppy mess. I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But uh, you don't come, you don't strike me as somebody that wants to be that way. So, you know, I. The way around it, um, from from my experience and from seeing other brides and grooms over the years, is there's this small little window between pictures and cocktail hour. Um, and if they can bring you some food back in your room where you guys get ready and, and you know, I, I think it's sort of like the groom, the, the suite, the bridal suite. Um, if they can put some food aside for you guys there, that's where I did all my eating. And that's where I've seen the bride scarf food down. Um, I think that's got to be on the venue, and you got to make sure they know that. But that 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 is certainly, without a doubt, um, a key part of your wedding day. And the other one, which I think a lot of people would disagree with me, but I can tell you, we are so happy we did this. Um, we did. We had our cell phones out, and we did a couple quick little videos in the limo when it was just. Kevin and I, and a couple times during photos, it was just us. And those videos are better than anything captured the entire day because it's just us and it's not professional and it's just raw. And you see how happy we are. And it's, you know, I think don't be scared to document and video more than you probably would normally want to because most people are like, oh, you don't need your cell phone on your wedding day. You do. Don't check Twitter. <laughs> like, don't, don't. Don't be out there like, you know, you know, analyzing anything going on in the world or, you know, football. But 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 I think I think you should definitely have a few of those. Even when I was getting ready, um, I have some video clips with my mom and my grandmothers and, and they're, they're awesome. I look at them all the time. All right. So. All right. So make sure that I set some food aside in the bridal suite. Check. And then also make sure that I have my cell phone with me to document, to have some videos even beyond what the videographer and the photographers do. So that that's the Diana yeah. Rossini game plan for my wedding day. That I think that is really all you need. Okay. And and if if you just 
let the day be. Like, it is going to just come to you. I'm telling you, it is the most overwhelming, happiest day of your life because you're, it, it's, I know how much planning you've been doing. I know how stressful this has all been for you. So you got, you just get to be with your bride and enjoy her and just continually tell her how much you love her and kiss her and how beautiful she looks. Diana, Diana you're not going to judge me if I cry, right? Like if there's like crocodile tears, if you video comes out that I was crying and sobbing at the fact that I'm watching my bride walk down the aisle, you're not going to judge me, right? No, I love that. I think that that's the best. You you men, you know, you're also scared to show those feelings. Let it all out, baby. <laughs> Diana Rossini on Greeny. So a totally different end of the spectrum. Diana, I'm coming to you specifically. Dear Diana, reconciliation with an ex. As a woman, what do you expect from your partner as you reconnect? I need to know. In meaning if you break up and you get back together. Correct. Well, a lot of it's going to have to do with why the heck you broke up, right? Because you you got to fix those problems right away. It's like the Dallas Cowboys. They keep saying they're going to get better at penalties, and then they got seven teams in a preseason game one. You know what I mean? You got 266 penalties over the last two seasons. There's a problem here, right? So if you're not addressing it and fixing that immediately and putting the work in on what caused you to break up, but here, here's the problem, and, and, and I'm a big fan of second chances. Uh, I forgive. I am a big forgiver. I don't forget, but I forgive. I have learned through my own experiences, you broke up for a reason. And as hard as you try, as much work as you put into it, some way, somehow, that issue pops up again. And it's really got to come down to whether or not you're in a place in your life if you still want to manage that and handle that. And you have to actually think to yourself, if this happens to me again, if this person does this or whatever the situation is, am I okay with it? And if you are, then you're good. You're golden. Then you can get back on track. But I think that's got to be the big question if you want to move on. That is a huge question indeed. You always forgive, but she never, ever, ever, ever Forgets Diana Rossini. Dear Diana, I will take that, and that advice is, of course, for a friend. Only for a friend, right? <laughs> Just a friend. Absolutely for a friend. Diana, we appreciate you for joining us. Always a good time. Your energy, again, is unmatched. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week. Yes, indeed. Zip Recruiter. Certain people just make life easier, like Diana Rossini. For instance, your best friend who always brings you dinner when you're stuck working late. It's like you need to grow your business. ZipRecruiter makes hiring easier because they do the work for you. ZipRecruiter's technology finds the right candidates for your job, and you can invite your top choices to apply. No wonder ZipRecruiter is the number one hiring site based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of January 1st, 2022. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash so you can try it for free. That is, again, ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Greeny, the podcast.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Infogreeny on ESPN Radio. The energy's great this AM in New York City. And let me tell you something. Nature Valley is giving away back-to-school gear for free at the Retox Shop on TikTok. Show how you reduce, reuse, or recycle with the hashtag Retox for Nature, and you could be served a code unlocking one free item. While supplies last, terms and conditions do apply. As I mentioned, CC and RP and Fagrini, the NFL, all 32 teams were balling this weekend. We are paying attention to one especially because we know Mike Greenberg pays attention to these New York Jets. Yeah. Zach Wilson, baller, number two in your program, number one in your heart if you're Mike Greenberg. But he goes out with a knee injury. We do not know what the timeline is going to be when his return will be. But this does not look good initially for the New York Jets. Chris, your initial takeaway, seeing him exit the field in the manner in which he did, what is your position seeing how this is developing so far? This is the worst case scenario for the Jets because 2022 was all about trying to figure out whether or not you got a franchise quarterback, right? We, we were talking about this in training camp. We've been talking about it this offseason. Last year was a lean draft. When it was, well, not a lean draft, but last year was a big year when it came to quarterbacks. You had five go in the first round. This year in the 2022 NFL draft, it was a lean year as far as quarterbacks concerned. Only one quarterback going in the first round, that being Kenny Pickett to the Pittsburgh Steelers. But the 2023 NFL draft class is supposed to have as many as six quarterbacks going in the first round. So if you're the New York Jets, the, the, the charge for Rob Sala and Joe Douglas is to surround Zach Wilson with all of the pieces that he needs in order to answer the question of whether or not we got a franchise guy. Because think about it. The Jets have been cycling through these quarterbacks. The last five years, you're talking about having top five quarterbacks, top five picks at quarterback, and not necessarily having a definitive answer on your quarterback situation moving forward, right? You had three years of Sam Donald, and the Jets decided, you know what? We're going to pass on 
you know, whatever we're, – with whatever potential Sam Darnold has because we've got the second overall pick and we like this quarterback class, we like Zach Wilson. Now you could be faced with a very similar situation if Zach Wilson has to miss extended time because, you know, you would potentially – if you're losing your, your QB1, you would potentially talk about having another top 10 pick going into 2023. So it's a very tough spot for the Jets to be in now – we do know that Zach Wilson is going out to L.A. He's seeing a knee specialist today to make the determination on what's going to happen. He's going to have the knee procedure. And the, the Jets are optimistic that this meniscus tear is something that can be trimmed. It doesn't have to be a full repair, which would mean that he would be in line to return somewhere in the four- to six-week range as opposed to being out for the entire season. But here's the thing that I, I come back to, Ro. Even if Zach Wilson does come back, end of September, beginning of October. If he does not play well, there will always be the built-in excuse that Zach Wilson wasn't healthy because he had the injury to his meniscus in the preseason. So it doesn't give you a definitive answer on what Zach Wilson is or isn't, which puts the Jets in a very difficult position as a franchise because you could be talking about, yet again, burning another top 10 pick on a franchise quarterback. And so that's the that's the... The tough part, if you're Rob Sala, if you're Joe Douglas, you've got to figure out, you know, can we get enough answers from Zach Wilson even with the injury that he's dealing with in that knee? We know that you have to have consistency at the quarterback position if you want to have success in this league. And when you look at the New York Jets, it's been a revolving door at that quarterback position. And when you think about someone like Zach Wilson, you know you want to see him back and get on the field healthy. But Sam Darnold, who was just there, his predecessor, had multiple injuries in his time there. Foot, shoulder, he missed time. Going back in the history books, looking at Chad Pennington, who had injuries with his shoulder. The the, the, uh, Sanchez. Yeah. You know, he had injuries the only quarterback. But he was bad. He was bad anyway, well, but, <laughs> Even before the injuries, you know, he, there he was, was the butt fumble. <laughs> You're absolutely right. The only quarterback that has been consistently healthy for the New York Jets is Fitz Magic. Yeah. That's the only quarterback yeah. that they've had. And of course, we know he's had an extensive NFL career. He's not amongst that top tier of quarterbacks that they expect Zach Wilson to be. And the question I ask you is Rob Sala's job going to be safe moving forward? if Zach Wilson isn't going to be healthy and in his best ability on the field. Yeah, this is real. Rob Sala will be good. Like, if Zach Wilson doesn't produce this year, this will be on Joe Douglas, right? You're talking about Joe Douglas' fourth year being on the job. At some point, you got to start to see some light at the end of the tunnel. The team should be turning the corner. And, and to his credit, I think he's done a good job of putting some solid pieces on this roster. But think about it. You know, you're talking about two of your first-round draft picks over the last three drafts potentially being unavailable for this season or missing significant portions of this season. Makai Becton is out for the year, essentially for the second consecutive year. You only saw him for one game in 2021. And then Zach Wilson, you're talking about him missing the first month of the season. So this is at best. So this is a scary situation for Joe Douglas to be in, but Rob Sala is going to be safe, right? Rob Sala will be safe. If, if anything, you're talking about the organization moving on from the general manager, potentially moving on from the coordinators. It won't be the head coach, not after two years. But the question that, that becomes, I, I guess, the most pressing for the New York Jets is, is what do you do with Zach Wilson? It, I mean, is Zach Wilson's potential enough for you to pass on the opportunity cost of taking a quarterback in the first round next year if your record lands you a top 10 pick. That, that's the one thing that we don't know. Now, what we do know is the specialist that Zach Wilson is going out to L.A. to see 
and who's ultimately going to do the procedure. He was the same doctor that did Joe Burrow's knee, the same doctor that did Klay Thompson's knee. So we see how those situations turned out for those players, Klay Thompson getting back, Joe Burrow getting back, and getting his team to the Super Bowl in year two. So I guess there's a level of optimism on that front, knowing that you are going to get a competent evaluation and a competent procedure to put Zach Wilson on the men. But the timeline becomes the big question for the Jets. Are you going to have enough information? Are you going to have enough data points with what Zach Wilson is going to do this year to make a definitive determination on what direction your franchise should go with the quarterback spot? Jets fans everywhere are getting excited. They say he's going to see a specialist that fixed Klay Thompson. The Warriors went to the finals and won the NBA championship. (laughs) Joe Burrow was amazing, leading the Bengals along the playoffs, going to the Super Bowl. So Jets fans nationwide and, of course, in New York City hear you say that, and they get absolutely excited. Mike Greenberg is somewhere listening. He's getting excited listening to what you just said. Yeah, but that happened a year after they had to repair. Ah. It didn't happen the year of, so... 2023 might be the Jets fans' years. It's probably not going to be 2022. But listen, they went out and replaced Makai Becton with Dwayne Brown. He's going to be playing left tackle, sliding George Fan over the right tackle. So the offense will have pieces in place. And Joe Flacco, again, I think he's a little bit washed, but at least Joe Flacco is a competent NFL quarterback. He's not going to win games for you, but you also know he's not going to lose games for you. So I think you'll be able to evaluate some other pieces on your roster, um, guys that you would hope can develop into foundational players. But, um, you know, the biggest question is the quarterback spot. It's a quarterback-driven league, and all of the pieces were put in place for Zach Wilson to prove that he's the Jets quarterback for the next decade plus. Right now, I don't know that you're going to be able to get that answer in the short term. And the scary part for Jets fans, Roe, is that they might not be able to get that answer in the entire 2022 season. Joe Flacco is an excellent quarterback. He won a Super Bowl at one time, however. something That was, tells a, that me, was a decade ago. Something that t- was a decade ago. <laughs> it's not the same Joe Flacco that's at Florham Park, dog. It's not. And Jets fans have to temper their expectations. Listen, it might be Mike White. It might be Joe Flacco in the interim. But the one thing that the Jets can't do is rush Zach Wilson back. Because the last thing you want is for another setback, another injury. And in that that further muddies the waters when it comes to trying to figure out exactly what you got in the kid. And and if nothing else, Zach Wilson, if you do decide you're going to move on from him because you got a top pick in 2023, Zach Wilson would be a valuable trade chip like we saw with Sam Donald once upon a time. The last thing you want to do is devalue that asset due to injury or repeat injury in this case. More questions and answers when it comes to the Jets. Is the Ravens' silence on a potential Lamar deal speaking volumes as to what they think about him? We address that next on Greeny, Ropey, and Canty. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.